You are listening to the Tarot by Hillary podcast. I am Hillary of tarotbyhillary.com, professional tarot reader, demystifying the mystical and putting you in touch with the most beautiful of gifts, your own intuition. Because yes, my friend, you have intuition. Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to the monthly live call-in show. So if you want to call in with a question, um, like a good old-timey radio show, <laughs> every month on Zoom, I do exactly that with my listeners, um, and we record an episode for the Tarot by Hillary podcast. So every first Thursday of the month is the call-in show, and you can find out more information about that and register to get a Zoom link and a reminder of when that happens every month. So it is the first Thursday of every month. If you would like to sign up for um, the next time that we do the call-in show, um, you can check that out at tarotbyhillary.com forward slash podcasts. And I will put that in the show notes. Okay. So for this episode of the podcast, um, I had a few ideas and I do really want to encourage people to call in either by participating in this monthly live call-in show or by using um, the feature on my podcast page, which is leave a voice message. Um, and that way I can take that audio when you leave a voice message and turn it into an episode, take that audio, turn it into an episode, answer your question, make a whole episode out of it. Um, and so you can use the call-in feature to leave feedback on an episode. Um, please be kind. <laughs> I am only human after all. Or you can call in to ask a question, use the voicemail feature to um voicemail, <laughs> voice message feature to ask a question, much like you would do um, if you were able to attend the live call-in show. Now, I understand that not everyone can attend um, at the time that is best for me. Um, I do understand that. So this is another way to be able to uh, participate and have your voice be heard on this podcast, because that was my original intention of creating these live call-in shows, is to bring other voices into uh, my podcast that is not just someone that I'm interviewing. <laughs> One of the questions that I get asked is, how do I do my card of the day? Or how do I do my... Um, it, are you seeing this come up in your feed? If so, this message is for you videos. And so I wanted to take the time to address this question and take you step by step in how I do that. Um, and we are going to get kind of pretty techie about it. And um, I am going to mention certain uh, certain things that you might need. Um you don't have to necessarily pay for them. Um, and in those moments where um, I am using a feature that is paid versus not paid, I will do my best to inform you of that. And also I will try and uh, account for all of this in the show notes as well. So you have um, a step-by-step -step process in um, written format and also in audio format. And um, 
and possibly in video format as well, because I can take any of the episodes of the podcast and create kind of like a visual podcast episode. Here's how I do my card of the day and post it on social media. Now, your card of the day practice can be as public or as private as you want it to be. And the reason I say that is because not everyone feels comfortable sharing one that they read tarot and two that um that they're they're they feel a little bit shaky maybe on their interpretations and don't want to invite public criticism of their interpretations. Uh, by the way, as a professional tarot reader and psychic and um you know EFT tapper even tapping practitioner, um you know, there is a part of my work that is in the public sphere, especially if I'm putting out um, out content that is around those topics, such as tapping, um, such as tarot, such as giving an interpretation or saying, you know, this is how I see the Empress card, or this is how I see um, the uh, the Fool card or the Three of Swords or whatever. Like, I will usually share those comments or share those thoughts publicly because um, that is simply a part of my job and how I, you know, put my put word of mouth about my work out there. Um, so you have to decide really what you want your card of the day to be. Is it something that it's just for you? Is it because you don't feel entirely confident yet in your interpretations or you just don't want to invite public criticism or um discussion of the way you see tarot um that is the first step now that first step is almost like taken away from me <laughs> because i've been doing card of the day for so many years and actually it's really fascinating to be able to um, go back on certain social media platforms that provide you memories from years past or like on this day, um, this is what you were posting and seeing my card of the day, um, the, the decks, the tarot decks that I was working with, the images and the interpretations. Um, because sometimes I'll look at that interpretation from five years ago or 10 years ago. And I'm like, what the hell was I experiencing in that moment or on that day or in that morning that made me write about that or made me have that interpretation of this card? Because it really is wonderful to be able to see how your interpretations change of the tarot, um, how it can be very personal for you sometimes, and also looking back and feeling like, oh my goodness, thank, thank goodness I'm not <clears throat> in that position anymore, or thank goodness, um, you know, feeling that you've evolved a little bit as a person um, to be able to look back and either not remember why you posted that particular interpretation, or this is the case that I like more is, or you remember exactly what it was that you were experiencing when you had that interpretation. And you're just like, oh my goodness, like, oh, I'm so glad that I learned, or I'm so glad that I took that life lesson to heart and made different choices so that I'm a completely different person, or I'm in a completely different situation now that's better for me. Um, because I try not to be very Pollyanna 
about um about the tarot and its messages but most of the time um when i've had experiences um or when the tarot has indicated to me hey this is what's going to happen or here's how to deal with it or here's here's how to navigate it even if i haven't been able to change the situation i've better i've been better able to prepare for that situation that's coming that the tarot told me about because this is what i believe that you know the tarot is there even the big bad cards of the tarot um <clears throat> are going to even if you can't change or avoid or mitigate the situation you can at the very least prepare and i think i've said this before um when my father died unexpectedly and this is like five this is five years ago now that he passed um you know i got i got the card and a lot of the time, I don't remember the exact cards that come up in a reading or even the messages that came up, especially if it's a reading for somebody else. I call that sacred amnesia, and it's a, a phrase that I've uh, borrowed from uh, Nancy Antonucci, who wrote the book uh, Psychic Tarot. But you either have that psychic um sacred sacred amnesia or you cultivate sacred amnesia because messages are not for you to hold you know we do talk about that a little bit in um a card slingers coast to coast episode in the high priestess the high priestess is not your filing cabinet like if we're giving messages or if we're you know if your professional reader um tells you you know like oh you're gonna have to refresh my memory about that reading like do not take offense to that because like literally we need that cultivation of sacred amnesia so that we're able to do our jobs <laughs> otherwise we will go crazy um <clears throat> but anyway that message that I got was for me so I remember exactly what the message was and I remember what card um came up to give me that message and it's not a card that um typically indicates death either it was the judgment card that came up and it was actually the judgment card of the crystal unicorn tarot deck which is a very cute deck it is an adorable deck with with um with unicorns and they have little um associated crystals like on their bums <laughs> or somewhere in the card um to show what that crystal or gem association is uh, so it's a very cute deck and it was a very cute card, but it still had some of the symbols of, you know, that that would appear in a typical Rider Waite Smith deck. Um, but seeing the judgment card and there was just a certain symbol in the judgment card that made me think like, oh, he's not going to make it. And the really wild part about that was my sister was there when I was pulling the card of the day. This was a card of the day pull. Um and she looked at it and she saw the exact same symbol in the exact same way. And she is not, <laughs> she is not um, a professional psychic and she's not a professional tarot reader. Um, and we both like kind of looked at each other and got the same message that just like, he's not, he's not going to make it prepare yourself. So this is the reason why I'm kind of doing this episode today is not necessarily to trauma dump on everyone about that, but to show how um, our card of the day practice can be as public or as personal as you want it to be. And also to be able to look 
back on past card of the days and feel like there's been an evolution in your life or to you know show a greater understanding or a greater empathy for your past self as well um these are all the things that can come from a card of the day practice um by the way, when I was posting that particular card of the day, I did not say like, hey, your father's going to die <laughs> in a public in a public sphere, because it's just like that message was not for everybody. Um, that message message was just for me and my sister. So um, I looked at the judgment card and then I gave a more generalized interpretation um, before I posted it to my social media accounts. Um, but that's another thing that I wanted to talk about a little bit for card of the day before I take you step by step through how I do my card of the day. That's another question that I get. Um, like, why? Why would you do card of the day and how useful is it? And how could, how can a card of the day apply to everyone? And the truth of the matter is that it can't, it doesn't apply to everybody. Just as a horoscope will not apply 100% of the time to every sun sign, Aries, Taurus, Pisces, Scorpio, etc. At the times that it hits and it resonates, great. But at the same time, we have to acknowledge that it is a general reading and that if the message does not work for you that day, then please discard it. It's just like, keep what works for you and discard what doesn't work for you. Now, and th that is part of the beauty of a card of the day practice. I'm not quite sure if I've done an episode on card of the day yet in this podcast. Um, I could have, um, but, you know, this is kind of a different take on card of the day that is also going to be taking you through step-by-step -step instructions on how to post your card of the day in the way that I do, if you like my style or if you like how I've been doing that lately, because I have gone from doing... Um, static images of the cards, taking a picture of the card, putting it on a nice background that's either um, a light pink or purple or, you know, a teal or a blue um, in, my, in my brand's colors, basically, um, and then posting it with a written interpretation to social media. Um, that's how I've been doing my card of the day um, for a very long time. Now, lately, I've been doing more um, filming of the card of the day and showing the card while also giving captions and voiceover so that you're watching a video and it's a less than 60 second video. And I'll get into the reason why I choose that time frame in order to record that particular card of the day. Um, and that's how I've been. And then I'll, I'll put a written interpretation that may or may not match with what I had said, um, but be more generalized about it and then put it up and share it to my different social medias. This practice of card of the day, and you know, people might argue with me about it. There, I have gotten into discussions or heated discussions with other uh, tarot readers about card of the day practice, what it is, what it's not, um, how viable it is, how much of a teaching tool it can be. Um, and here's the thing I preface in my book, How to Read Tarot, uh, from Flame Tree Publishing, uh, came out in November 2022. 
Um, I preface the card of the day practice in my book with this is a teaching tool. Yeah, like you're not really, you're not really giving a one card reading in those moments. Now, I felt almost pressured to say that from some of the discussions that I had with other tarot readers, um, because I do think that card of the day can be a useful forecast, you know? It's a teaching tool, yes. And you kind of like start your day with the card, write down your interpretation, and then see how the card's energy plays out in your day or for the question that you asked it. And then you return and give yourself five minutes to write down whether or not it matched or not to the energy of your day or whether or not it answered the question um, to your satisfaction. So actually, let me go ahead and reference my book in this matter. Um, cause I feel like for the call-in shows, I've been referencing, doing some bibliomancy and doing some referencing to my book a lot. Um, but it's just like, why wouldn't I, if I know that there's a portion <laughs> of, um, the stuff that I'm teaching that is already there in my book so I can cite it properly. Um, so I think I I put a lot of exercises into the benefits of reading chapter, which starts on page 58 of my book. Again, how to read tarot. Uh, so let me flip to that. And by the way, if you do have a copy of um, my book, How to Read Tarot, like let me know and let me know if you have any questions um from you know reading it. it 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 may not necessarily be a book that you read cover to cover um but it may be a great reference tool for you especially if you let's use the table of contents and be like you know what i want to learn a little bit about the history of tarot let me flip to that chapter or you know i'm having a bit of trouble with the minor arcana um especially the court cards let me flip to the interpreting the minor arcana chapter and see it, what hillary has to say about it so it can be it can be a good book that you can go through cover to cover and read from cover to cover or it can be a good reference book as well but I would encourage you to like ask me any questions you have about it or um if you're done reading it please leave a kind review um on different sites you know different bookseller sites I would really appreciate it and those reviews help um you know, it helps with word of mouth, um, it helps rankings, um, and it also helps um, for more publishers to approach me <laughs> for my next tarot book, because I severely doubt that How to Read Tarot is going to be my first and only tarot book. So yeah, page 58, the benefits of reading. Um, and I did, I have cited from this chapter uh, in previous episodes, um, whether it's been my live stream or um, on this particular podcast, um, talking about how the tarot is, isn't a crutch, it's a tool. So as long as you're coming at the use of tarot or your divination tool, even if your divination tool is not tarot, um, approaching that divination tool with reverence and respect and treating it like the tool that it is. Because ultimately, like, yes, sometimes tarot readers will um, give personality um, quirks and attribute those to their particular tarot deck. Um, and say like it's being snarky or does this or it's the my tough love deck or whatever but like ultimately that 
deck is pieces of paper, you know, pieces of paper um, with images on them. And, and using that system of divination is unlocking your own intuition. It really is a stepping stone to your own intuition. Um, and that's, and that's kind of what I talk about a little bit in my book and also on my live stream. It's just like, hey, you're not tuning into my live stream um, to learn about tarot, really. Or you're not you're not picking up a copy of my book to learn about tarot, really. It's just like you might think you are, but what you're really doing is finding ways to tap into your own intuition. That's what I firmly believe. Yeah. And that's something that's uh, so like I was saying, I suspect there's a deeper reason you picked up this book um, because the symbology of the tarot is the language of intuition. It's really not about learning the tarot at all. It's about ac accessing your intuition and tarot is just a way in. Oh, the art of tarot reading. Sorry. It's not the benefits of tarot reading chapter. It's the art of tarot reading chapter is where I give a lot of exercises. Sorry about that. So that is on page 38. Uh, and I, I do address the little bit of friction that I had with other tarot readers about the card of the day practice. Um, so some, some tarot readers and teachers dislike the exercises that I suggest, such as the card of the day practice. But in my experience, touching your tarot deck every day leads to the quickest and most meaningful results. Pulling a tarot card each day is a non-negotiable for me. I feel weird in my body going about my day if I don't pull a tarot card in the morning. So <laughs> we're, we're going to do this. We're going to do this together on this podcast episode. So a card of the day for me, to me, is the advice card for the day. A quick little heads up uh, for what might be occurring in your day. And how do I determine the card of the day? I shuffle the cards. And as I'm shuffling, I ask, what do I most need to know for today? Um, that's my own personal practice. But however, if I'm doing card of the day with the intention of posting it to social media, to different places for, you know, this generalized reading of the energy for the day, I am going to ask the question for whoever sees this, what do they most need to know today? And whenever they're seeing it too. So that's part of the reason why I've been changing my phrasing a little bit around the card of the day practice and not saying card of the day for this particular day, you know, and uh, for example, time of recording is February 2nd of 2023. So it's just like card of the day for February 20, uh, February 2nd, 2023. I don't do that anymore because I want to work with the algorithms <laughs> and not against the algorithms. And the reason why I changed this is because um, one of the people that I work with had mentioned about card of the day and had mentioned about when she is seeing my card of the day. And she was just like, you know, I don't, I don't know if it's applicable to me because what popped up for me was a card that you had pulled two weeks ago, but it ended up being incredibly pertinent to when I saw it. So what gives? And I'm just like, oh, okay. Well, you know, if it worked for you, that's great. But she thought it wasn't for her because I had said card of the day for, you know, January 1st. And maybe she saw it on January 15th. 
So she was just like, oh, then this message isn't for me because that was the message for January 1st. And then the message for January 15th, I one, I'm not seeing it. It's not coming up in my feed. And two, it's not applicable for me. But the one from then that did pop up in my feed is applicable for me. And so I was just like, okay, that makes a lot of sense. And I'm not going to particularly label my card of the day readings anymore because you know it I'm trying to work with the algorithm whenever it shows up for you that's your card of the day if it makes sense for you and it's showing up for you and it's just like I needed to hear this today that's that's the reason that's the reason why I've changed up my card of the day to the different phrasing and also to doing video rather than just a static card on a background Occasionally, I will do a static card on a background if I'm not able to record, if I'm not able to um, either either when um, Mr. Tarot by Hillary is working from home is in the other room is, and is on a meeting. Um, I don't want to <laughs> include his voice um, on my card of the day because, you know, that's that's weird. And no. <laughs> So on, in those cases, I will do a static um, card on a background and I'll do a written interpretation. But I really like doing these, the, the card of the day in the way that um, I've been doing them lately. And I'm, I'm pretty sure you agree. Um, otherwise, you probably wouldn't be listening to this podcast or wouldn't be interacting with my card of the day posts. So anyway. So that's what I ask when I'm shuffling and pulling a card. What do, for for the people that are, this card is going to come up for, what do they most need to hear today? For you, that might be different. That question might be different. It might be if you're doing your own, whether you post it publicly or not, you might be asking, what do I need to know for today? Or asking a question, if you know that, um, you have a meeting coming up that you're a little bit nervous about. You might ask, like, how is this meeting going to go? Or what energy do I need to take into this meeting to have it go successfully for me? So you can change up the question for the card of the day. Um, that is that is under your prerogative to do so. So when I think I have shuffled enough, I stop and I pull the card from the top of the deck. Um, sometimes I'll fan out the cards and pull a card randomly. And other times I will flip over the stack of cards to the bottom card of the deck, which I turn the deep card. Um, I don't think I'm the only one that um, calls that card the deep card. Um, and my method of choosing always depends on what my intuition is telling me to do at that moment. But the card of the day is always pulled randomly. Well, as random as tarot seldom is. So, um, and then to follow up with your card of the day practice, especially if it's um, a tool for you to learn tarot, um, you would take five minutes to write down your interpretation of the card, whether whether it is your first impressions, which symbols jump out at, out at you as significant, consulting a tarot book, or anything else. Uh, you can write these down freehand in a journal dedicated to the practice or type them up if you prefer. Because um, I... While I understand that people say it is better for you to hand write um, the things that you're learning as like a sensory kind of muscle memory thing that uh, allows for you to really like um, absorb what it is that you're learning. 
I also never want to, um, you know, shoehorn people in for their learning styles. Like I type much faster than I handwrite. So sometimes I will type. <laughs> Most of the time I will type um, because it's just faster that way because I have, you know, I took typing in, I think I took typing middle school, middle school or high school. It was called keyboarding because um, we were doing it on um, computers. Though I do, I do own two typewriters. Um, they're in storage. And my mom has probably annoyed me several times to come and get them. <laughs> but yeah, so I type faster than I handwrite. So whatever works for you for your card of the day, um, but make sure that you're writing it down. Okay. Um, now go about your day while keeping in mind the tarot card that you pulled for the morning. And then at the end of the day, return to your card of the day and write down your impressions Um for another five minutes and did knowing did knowing the card help you in which ways did the card show up during your day uh did the card give you advice or did it simply state exactly how your day went um such as the three of pentacles indicating a group project at work or the eight of wands giving you swift and unexpected news uh doing this daily and making sure you write down your thoughts and impressions will help you have a greater understanding of the personal connections or forge personal connections that you are making to each individual tarot card in your deck. Um, and I do provide a tip here for, um, it's a study tool. It's a great study tool and not an actual one card reading. I'm going to uh, preface that and say, I don't believe that. <laughs> I feel like I was pressured into saying that just to make people feel better or like have it be a little bit more palatable for people. But like, I do believe a one card reading is quite valid. So take that as you will take some of the stuff in, in my book or any book with a grain of salt. Because sometimes our opinions change from when we wrote this, you know, like, and that's another thing I'm going to say. Um, you know, I wrote this book for a two month period last spring. So in spring of spring of 2022, um, actually early February, March, April. <laughs> so two, two, two and a half months, really. Um, and I'm sure that my opinions or my interpretations that I provide in this book are going to be different next time around. You know, like if I were to like, I can go into this book now and go back to the interpreting the major arcana chapters and the minor arcana chapters that that would be where the keyword interpretations are. Um, if you are feeling a little bit, um, you know, not certain or unsure of your tarot card meanings, um, you can go to those chapters and you can, you know, look at those keywords that I wrote down. But keep in mind that that was my initial thought that I wrote down as I was looking at those cards at that time of the writing of this book. Now, if I look at a card now, my keywords, the keywords that are coming up for me are going to be a little bit different. They might be the same, but they might be a little bit different. And that's okay. Okay. Um, and as you continue your card of the day practice, you may feel emboldened to pull more cards. You can um, add a card and see how a two card combination changes what you are seeing. 
So that's not to say, that's not to say that you keep on pulling cards, much like blackjack, <laughs> and <laughs> pulling and pulling and pulling until before you bust. So keep that in mind. Um, sometimes the more cards, more cards are not better. Sometimes they actually serve to muddle the message, you know. I, I, I'm thinking particularly of the time that I, um, <clears throat> read cards. Actually, this was the first time, the first event I ever did reading cards, um, and getting money <laughs> for my readings. And it was outside of the gift store that I used to work at, um, with my table and people were in, I think it was for like Halloween. It was a Halloween event. And I just remember this woman sitting down and it's just like, pull another, pull another, pull another. Like literally the, there must've been 15 cards on the table. Um, and I actually did because I was a younger reader and I didn't know any better. And I was, I would, I allowed myself to be pressured to pull card after card after card after card for this woman. And it's just like now, um, you know, 20 years later, uh, I don't do that. <laughs> With time and experience comes confidence, confidence in yourself and knowing like when to stop pulling cards. So, all right. So like I said, I'm going to go now step-by-step step to show you how I put out my new version of my card of the day, which is really not card of the day. It's more like, you know, are you seeing this message? You know, is this message coming up in your feed? If so, it may be for you. And then I'll say which tarot deck I'm working with and then go into um, some of the keyword associations that comes with the guidebook or the little white book. Um, in this case, um, for this example, um, we have the Meraki Tarot second edition that I've been using as my deck of the month. Um, your results may vary. You might choose to do a deep dive with um, one deck for over a month's time. That's what I like to do in order to get to know a tarot deck. Um, or you may choose... Um, not only choose a different card of the day, but also you may want to choose a different deck for the day and pull from a different deck because it's calling you to do so. That's fine too. But for the purposes of this little um, how-to, I'm going to be using the Meraki Tarot. And you're also going to see my phone too. So this is like truly, truly card of the day, tutorial, but also a little bit of behind the scenes too, which I know everybody likes. So uh, let me grab my phone and hopefully it's charged up properly. Um, my phone is um, an Android. Um, your, result, your results may vary if you're on a different um, operating system for your particular phone, um, but I have an Android. So um, so if you have an iPhone, like this should work too. Um, I mentioned earlier that when I'm filming these, I do 60 seconds or less. Now, the reason why I do 60 seconds or less is because I've discovered, um, so I'm gonna, I'm just gonna say the platforms. I know a lot of people like are used to me saying the, the book of face, the tube of you, the, you know, the, um, the talk of tick, the gram of Insta, et cetera. This is what I do for my live streams to kind of avoid um, getting dinged for in the algorithm. 
I don't know if it works or not, but it's something that I was taught by um, my basically my live streaming mentor, Molly Mahoney of the prepared performer. So it's just like, I can't take credit for that. I've, I've kind of internalized that. Um, so now when I do my weekly live stream, which happens every Friday night, 6.30 PM Eastern standard time over on YouTube and on Facebook, um, <clears throat> you'll, you'll, if you attend, you'll hear that too. And now you know the reason why I do that. Um, so that the algorithm doesn't ding me. And it, so it can, the live stream can get out to more people. Anyway, but for the purposes of this particular podcast episode, I'm going to say it because, <laughs> you know, I'm going to try and teach in a very straightforward way. So what I do first, so the 60, the reason why I film 60 seconds or less is because YouTube has a feature on it called shorts. And so you can provide um, a short video under the shorts label, YouTube shorts, um, for 60 seconds or less. There's um, there's actually um, one for 15 seconds too. So you can do 15 seconds or you can do 60 seconds, um, but it has to be less than 60 seconds. Otherwise it's no longer considered a YouTube short. Um, so this is part of the reason why instead of um, filming 15 seconds or um, 90 seconds over on Instagram, um, I do 60 seconds so that I can take that video and I can blast it out across my social media platforms and um, have it work. Okay, so first step, <laughs> you go into, if you have, if, if you have Instagram, okay, so first step, you go into the Instagram and you click on the top plus button, okay? And you go over to the real feature, R-E-E-L. Now you're gonna get, this is gonna be very strange, but I'll do the visual and you guys are seeing like, wow. <laughs> you're seeing my bed and all of the background and everything. But what I want you to see is the time designations on the side. So it is on the left-hand side. Um, you're gonna find the time designation. Um, so where it says 15 seconds, you wanna change that, tap on it and select 60 seconds and it'll come up for you. We'll say 60, okay? And then you can just hit the, uh, the big circle on the bottom center to record. So I put my phone down. <laughs> <laughs> like this is really step-by-step-by-step. Step step. I put my phone down and then I take out the tarot deck that I'm using. And of course there's sirens happening now. So hopefully that won't get picked up by the microphone, but if it does, whatever. Um, so I, like I said before, I'm using the Meraki tar Tarot second edition uh, this month. We're gonna, actually, I'm gonna be switching over to the the newest deck of the month once I do the unboxing for that deck. So um, I have my own little way of doing things where it's just like, if I have a new deck and it's sealed, then I'm just like, ooh, unboxing. 
like, ooh, I can do an unboxing, like, yay. And so I'll usually reserve um, unboxing videos for the the weekly live stream that I do on Friday nights. Um, that way, you know, and 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 it's a true unboxing where um, you're seeing my like live unfiltered reactions you know like I haven't seen this deck before I'm unboxing it live I'm taking it out of the the cellophane or the plastic wrap and you know these are my first impressions so it's a true unboxing um so I actually do that for this deck um I did it for um Nightmare Before Christmas tarot um I did it for the uh Rachel True's True Heart Intuitive Tarot deck um so there are unboxing videos that are on my YouTube channel that are definitely longer in length than 60 seconds. But um, but that is something that I like to do um, before I start working with the deck for a month using the, that deck for the card of the day polls. Okay. Um, what was I saying? So you go over to Instagram, you um, do the plus sign on the top. You scroll over to real you click on the side, the left side, 60 seconds. Um, I've already told why, 60 second designation. And then you take out your tarot deck that you're gonna do this for. And um, what I like to do first is show the box, show the tarot deck that I'm using um, before I go ahead and open it up and then do my shuffle and put down the card and do the recording. So. You're going to see it live right now. So the deck is, um, if, 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 if I put this up as a video episode, just know that um, it's in, in front of me, either on my um, computer keyboard, or sometimes I will take out um, a nice spread cloth. Again, none of this is required. <laughs> none of this is a requirement um you can get as fancy or as um or as bare bones as you would like it's your card of the day it's your card's energy you can do whatever you want to do okay um and again i started this episode by saying if you don't want to do this publicly that's fine. <laughs> you don't have to do it publicly. But for those of you who want to do your card of the day publicly in the way that I've been doing it recently, this is what I do. Um, so sometimes I'll grab a spread cloth or sometimes I'll just keep it um, in front of me on my keyboard. So that, that's what you're seeing. You're seeing my laptop keyboard in some of these videos, um, mostly because I have my lighting implement right here, my um, social light uh, clamp ring light. Um, so that it's nice and bright and you can see the card because that really grinds my gears and I've done it before and I don't like it. Um, but I have recorded in kind of dark spaces. Um, and again, we do have a live stream episode about that too, about filming tarot spreads. Um, so that might be a good, um, uh, companion video to take a look at. So you can see some of the gear that I use, um, and that was specifically requested um, by Benevolent Corvus because she was wondering, like, how do I do this? What lighting implements are good? What recording techniques are good? Um, what what mics are good? You know, and so I have that um, in a live stream episode. And again, the live streams, you don't necessarily have to attend live. It's more fun if you do. Um, but 
all of those have replays available on my YouTube and my Facebook, but YouTube, my YouTube channel is probably easier to navigate to be able to find exactly the topic that you're looking for. So that's youtube.com forward slash at tarot by Hillary or forward slash Hillary tarot. And that's Hillary with one L. Um, and so you can, I think that particular episode is just called filming tarot spreads. Okay. Um, yeah, so you can make it as fancy or not, you know, so this is for the people that want to put this out there publicly. Uh, so here's like a spread cloth that I could put down. I could put it down over here. Um, I usually like for bigger spreads to use, um, the surface of my bed because I'm a clutter bug. <laughs> There's a lot of places where, um, uh, I, I don't have the surface area to be able to place my cards on or to spread out this particular spread cloth. Um, the one that I have in my hand right now is the uh, 13 moons, um, no, not the 13 moons, the spirit cloth from Wild Unknown. Um, but 13 moons is one of the spreads that are on this cloth. Um, so like when I've done my reading, tarot reading for the collective for the year 2023 um, or past years, um, this is the spread cloth that I use and uh, behind the scenes, like that's the surface of my bed. I have cleaned off <laughs> the covers. I've spread this out now nice and flat so that I'm able to shuffle and put the spreads. Um, so Amanda says, I love that you are covering this in this in this in depth. Um, yes, yes. Please include the link to that video in the show notes. That sounds like it'll be incredibly helpful. Yes, yes, I will definitely do that too. Um, but just while I'm thinking about it, that's the way to search for it. And I will include filming tarot spreads in the show notes so that you can just click on it and go right to the video that I'm talking about. Um, so please. And thank you. And thank you for your feedback, Amanda. Um, and if you have any particular questions that you want to ask about this process, um, please feel free to, you know, raise your hand in the Zoom. Um, and then I'll ask you to unmute so that you can ask your question, because that's the whole point <laughs> of these uh, live call-in shows is, um, is to have other voices on this podcast. That's I love that. That's like what fuels me. I I enjoy it. So, um, okay. So where were we? So you're, you're in the Instagram app. You are on the reels thing. You have selected 60 seconds, right? Um, you have selected where you're going to film. Um, you have your lighting. Uh, if you don't have, this is the reason why I mentioned about the filming tarot spreads, um, episode. If you don't have lighting implements, you don't have to get fancy about it and you don't have to shell out a ton of money to be able to do this. You can find like not like there's a reason why photographers are, are goo goo gaga about natural light. <laughs> it's just like it's it's because it's the best. And most of the um the lighting implements that you find or like the backdrops or whatever are trying to create <laughs> artificially that natural light. So if you don't want to get fancy, you don't want to exhaust yourself with a ton, spending a ton of money on things that you may or may not use. Like, like I say that in this, I say in that particular episode, and I'm going to say it again, I have a beautiful um, six foot ring light stand that I also got from Socialite um, that I literally 
never use. And it's not because it's not good. It's good. But I just don't think to use it because my clamp light that I have right here, also from Socialite, um, was like literally $25. And I use it all the freaking time. Like that's my lighting implement that you see on my live streams. Um, I just, I just forget I have it. I got, went really, really into, you know, like I need this and I need, and it's just like, you don't really need all of these things. And as you grow or as you use them more, you figure out what works for you, what doesn't work for you. So this is the reason why I'm saying this. If you don't have the fancy light, that's okay work with the light that you have. Like <laughs> my apartment is a little bit dark sometimes. Um, so some, some of the card of the day posts that I did that I wasn't even doing video on that I did, um, uh, just pictures, like I was saying before at the top of this episode, um, that was my windowsill. <laughs> Literally, that was my windowsill and I would put crystals around it and make it all nice and pretty and then take a picture. That was my windowsill. Literally, I I went to the light. If you can't bring the light to you, bring your deck to the light <laughs> and do the filming that way. So I have two windows in this particular room that I'm recording in right now. Um, one is over there. One is over here. And I try and set up my computer, even when I'm doing live streams, in such a way that... Um, the light is not too jarring and it's not behind me, it's in front of me. Um, and you might notice that on certain episodes of the live stream where um, I had my computer situated or the camera situated and you could see I was right in front of the windowsill, which is cool to like do a little bit of a backdrop, but it's not necessarily cool if it's very bright because then it creates this weird shadowing effect, um, which is just not, it's not cute. <laughs> let's just put it that way it's not cute so anyway um spread cloth where where are you filming um go to the light <laughs> you know film at your windowsill okay um so I'm gonna go ahead and do it because I haven't pulled the card of the day for today yet um I didn't necessarily start this episode thinking that I was gonna do this but it was at the back of my mind <laughs> so this is going to be the card of the day message for February 2nd, 2023. But as I said previously in this particular episode, I have changed up the way I approach this because I am letting the algorithms of social media work for me, not against me. Sometimes a card will come up from two weeks ago across someone's feed and it's absolutely pertinent to what they needed to hear. And so I'm not going to restrict them by saying this is the card of the day from January 1st of 2023, because then they're going to be like, oh, that means that it's not applicable to me, even though I feel it's applicable to me because that was from, you know, however many weeks ago instead of, and then they'll go and they'll see the card for that particular day and be like, that doesn't fit. And then it's just like, <laughs> so this is the reason why I have started to film in this different way and not made a designation of, you know, February 2nd, 2023 or April 1st of 2022 or whatever, um, because the message will find the person that it needs to. And we don't need to um, label it with dates. Make sense to everybody? Okay. So let me actually film now. All right. 
So you're going to do this um, through reels in different segments. So I like, this is how I like to do it. Um, if you want to do it all in one shot in one piece, um, that's fine too. Um, but I really wouldn't recommend it. I would like give, cut yourself some slack, especially as you're, if you haven't done this before and you're kind of getting used to it, like do it in segments um, and reels does allow for you to do that. So I like to film it like native to the Instagram reels platform and you'll see why in a second. So Here's the deck and here's me pointing my camera, pointing my phone camera right down and doing my spiel. Watching, listening, okay. Is this coming up in your feed? If so, this message may be for you from the Meraki Tarot. That's it, that's it. So that's clip number one. All right, and you'll see it here. Um, actually, they changed up the um, they changed up the visuals <laughs> a little bit, like very recently. Um, so you'll just see a little portion. Yes, look at my look at my messy bed. Um, you'll see a little portion um, on that circle, and that shows exactly how much you filmed. But remember, it's important to do the sixty second designation so that you can post it onto YouTube Shorts later if you are a YouTube user and you have a channel. This is specifically this designation. Um, I mean, could I do a 15 second video for card of the day? I could, but like, I know myself and I know I'm not going to get out everything that I want to say in 15 seconds. 60 seconds is a better time designation for me. So I put this down then and I pick up my deck. I open it up. Um, depending on how I'm feeling, I'll spread out the cards um, and show that. I'll do a, do a kind of like one hand is holding the phone and the other hand is doing the, um, the cards spread out. Or I could even use my clamp light that's over here um, so that I can be more hands-free. Um, but I, I don't normally do that. <laughs> um, so for this particular deck, the Meraki Tarot, it doesn't have a companion book. It has um, it has cards, companion cards. Um, so I try and keep the whole of the deck together um, with the companion cards on top and then the rest of the deck facing the other way so that I can look through and see where the backs meet so that I can take out the companion cards so I don't end up accidentally shuffling them in when I'm shuffling. So, like I said before, um, your card of the day practice may vary, um, but if you are doing it with the intention of sharing it to social media for, for it to come up on someone's you know, feed or whatever, I ask the tarot for whoever's seeing this card, what do they most need to know? That's what I ask. For whoever sees this card, in the moment that they see it, whatever moment that is, what do they most need to know? So I'll either shuffle over hands. This is how I normally shuffle because I have very small hands. Um, I'll shuffle or I'll spread them out in front of me and then pull a card that I'm feeling drawn to. Um, or I'll look at the deep card, which is the bottom of the deck and feel like, well, no, that's it. So 
Um, but for this one, I'm going to shuffle and just pull from the top of the deck until you feel until you feel ready. And your version of ready is going to look and feel different to you. Um, that is also the beauty of a card of the day practice where you're touching your deck every day and you're starting to get, get to know not only your psychic impressions or your intuitive impressions, also how your intuition feels in your body too. So we have the five of wands coming up. Now, is it going to resonate for you whenever this podcast episode comes out? Maybe, <laughs> but that's not necessarily the purpose. Um, <laughs> I just want to make sure that these, this card comes up for as many people as possible whenever they need to hear this particular message. So that's the, the way I'm kind of baking it in um, is with my intention and my wording. Okay, so now that we have the five of wands, I will put it down on whatever spread cloth it is that I'm filming on or my keyboard. Right now it's in front of me on my keyboard. Um, and then I will go to the companion book. And this is true for any tarot deck that I'm working with um, over the month. If it's a deck of the month for card of the day polls, I will go to the, um, the companion book first and give the keywords that comes with that companion book or little white book that comes with the deck. Um, and then I'll do my um, my interpretation for what I'm seeing in the cards. So it's a five of wands. And I will go to the minor arcana word association for wands, which is here. <clears throat> All right. And I will film that portion now. So to continue filming, you would just hit that circle again and it will add on. <laughs> okay. So let's see five and the five of wands is upright. Five of wands. Keywords are aggressive, assertive, and brainstorming. And then hit that circle again. And so now you can see. If you look closely in your in your circle, you'll see um, more of the color filling in there to show what you've recorded. And you also see a break in the color wheel just to see where the breaks are that you've like paused and then started again. So then I look at the card. Yes, Amanda says that is very charming for a five of wands. Yes, it yes, it yes, it is. And yes, yes, it does look very charming. Um, so I'll look at it for a second before then I start recording the rest of it just to like get a, a sense of what thoughts are coming up, what words are coming up. Um, but I'll do this either as on the fly as I can. Or I will like just center myself, give myself a minute or two to like look at the card before hitting the record button again so that I really get a sense of um, my first impressions and like putting them into that that um, video interpretation, um, audio interpretation. So I'm going to put this down. Remembering the keywords as well, which which you may or may not agree with. And you can always say that in your interpretation too. Aggressive, assertive, brainstorming were the keywords. Okay. But I had a thought. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to put that thought in my recording. 
And you can do this as many times as you need to in order to hit that 60 second mark. And you can have it be less than 60 seconds. So depending on what card comes up and what the what impressions are flowing, um, sometimes my interpretations might be 56 seconds, sometimes 40. Um, but as long as it's under <laughs> 60 seconds, you're good. <laughs> All right. This five of wands is very interesting to me because though there are the five wands that are indicated in this tarot card, there are only four foxes. So that makes me feel a sense of something's missing. Something is missing today um, in the group project that you have. Either somebody is absent from the group project or is not pulling their own weight. So again, Use those keywords about brainstorming to try and figure it out. But there might be a little bit of confrontation that needs to happen. So there's my interpretation. So I hit the unpause, went for it, paused it again. And yes, we have a little, a, a tiny, a tiny gap um, in the uh, recording. So I can add on a little bit more, but I feel complete in that interpretation. So next step, now that you've recorded it, is you hit the next button. So I'm gonna hit the next button. Is this coming up in your feed? And now you so can hear it. This message may be for you from the Meraki Tarot. Five of Wands. Keywords are aggressive, assertive, and brainstorming. So now what I like to do, and I'll try and talk over myself, <laughs> is you go to the top here, see where that little um, square is, square with like kind of a face emoji, tap that, and then you have different options. Now the option that I like to do is captions, and then you wait for it to transcribe the audio that you just said. And I like this because you can see it and it also helps with people that are deaf or hard of hearing um, to, to make it more accessible to everybody. So then you would tap on, once the captions come up, you would tap on them, just tap on the words to be able to edit. So I go through usually because, you know, copy editor and editor brain, I can't turn it off. I have to be able to correct some stuff here. Um, so from the Meraki tarot, especially if you have like an unusual sounding tarot deck, like sometimes you might have to go in and fix how it's spelled. <laughs> But now uh, my closed captioning has learned Meraki Tarot, so I don't really have to adjust it. But there might be a little bit of confrontation that needs to happen. Is this coming up in your feed? If so, this message may Something's be missing. Something is missing today in the group project. Do, do, do. Five of Wands. Keywords are aggressive, assertive, and brainstorming. This five of wands is very interesting to me because so I have to fix confrontation in this tarot card. There are only four foxes. So that makes me feel a sense of something's missing. Something is missing 
today um, in okay. the and then you tap on done and then you can change the color if you'd like um you can change it to black or blue or green or orange or white or clear but I usually go with white because it's seen the best and you can also um change the size of it just by um smushing it with your fingers pinching and you can also move it around too. So I'm going to make those a little bit smaller and put it over to the side. Okay. Now, <clears throat> here is a very, a very important step. Once you've done that, there is a little arrow at the top here. You want to click on that before you move on to the next screen. So click on that. Something. And then you'll be able to download this that you've recorded with the captions without any um, indication of the platform that you filmed it on. So if you do this step after the next step, it's Instagram's going to put a little um, doohickey on the video um, with your username, with your handle. Um, and it I don't know. It doesn't look cute on other platforms to indicate another social media platform. So this is why I do this downloading step um, before you hit the next. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's like, I want to go back to Amanda's comment. It's like, it's very charming for the five of wands, like this deck. And again, I would encourage you to, um, I would encourage you to go to the unboxing of the Meraki Tarot um, to, so that we, we talk about that a little bit, um, where it's just like some of the big baddie cards are like too pretty, almost too pretty to be taken seriously, which is like not great. <laughs> okay, so now that that's downloaded, go to the next button. Is coming up in your feed? If so. All right, now you'll get a screen that um, says new reel, da, 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 edit, edit cover. So you hit the edit cover button and then you wanna crop the profile image or you wanna find the profile image that you like. Um, so initially it's gonna go with the very first thing. Um, so you would just try and scroll through where, whatever it is that you want. So I like that one. I like to feature the card. So you can see it as much as possible in your Instagram feed. Um, and then you want to hit crop profile image. So you can see what the Instagram square is going to look like. Um, so I'm going to adjust this slightly so that you can see the card designation words at the bottom. And then you just click the uh, check mark on the top right. Okay. And sometimes you have to do this a couple of times in order to get the done button. So click done, and then you're back to the edit cover. And then what I like to do just to make it easier for myself is I will write out five of wands because you can select up to three topics to help match your reel with viewers. Um, <laughs> sports, science and tech, relationships. Let's put friendships in there. So we've got three topics and click done. I don't know that this is a very new feature, so I'm just trying it out and see seeing what helps 
what the algorithm likes. Um, but this is another good tip, like give the algorithm what it wants or what you suspect it wants. And don't, <clears throat> this is another trip, trick that I got from uh, Molly Mahoney of the Prepared Performer. Um, what the apps want is for you to stay on the apps. <laughs> so don't ask them to click away from the app, try and make the things that you're providing as native to the app as possible so that they don't have to go into another app. Um, this is also something that I've been trying to do on Facebook as well, because it's just like, if you're providing a link in a post to like a YouTube thing, um, it's not going to prioritize that. So now I've been saying like, hey, you know, blah, 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 or I'm doing a live stream or I'm doing an unboxing or whatever, link in comments. I will say link in comments, and then I will put the link in the comments to try and prioritize um, that that algorithm or whatever, that post, so that I'm giving the algorithm what it wants. Does that make sense to everybody? I hope it does. All right, so that's it. Um, done everything that I need to do. Um, and you just go ahead and click share. And then when it says, it says sharing to reels, and then you're going to be shown a bunch of different reels. Um, so you can either scroll through that or not. So you can tap on the, um, the main screen. So you can turn the audio on and off while you're waiting for it to propagate, but now it's on. There are the five wands that are indicated in this tarot card. There are only four boxes. So that makes me feel a sense of something's missing. Something is missing. So hopefully you can today. hear that um, too. So you can hear it and see it. And that's that's the card of the day. <laughs> it's there. It exists. It's downloaded to your phone um, without the platform on it. So then you can go ahead and share it as many times as you need to. Now, here's, I'm going to, I'm still going to take you all the way through, <laughs> no matter how many platforms you're on. Um, and I don't know how necessary or not it is to share it to every single platform that you're on, but I like to do so because I never know. I never know who's over on Vero or who's over on Facebook or whatever. And by the way, if you do have a business page that is linked in to your Instagram, which I do, um, your Facebook business page can be linked in to your Instagram account. Um, in doing that, I've already shared this video to two places. I've shared it to my Instagram. I've shared it to my Facebook business page. So that should be coming up for people if they're looking at my page or if they've clicked me as a favorite creator um, in their Facebook settings. I think all you have to do is like hover over the person's like the business name and click star um, to favorite. So all right. So now that we have this up and running on two platforms, let's share it to the rest of them. So what I do, and this, I love this feature, your, your phone may not have it, but I like to use it to make it easier for me. What I do is I just go to the, um, the three lines on the bottom left and click on it. And then it will show me most recently used applications. And so I just do it in the order of it being shown. So the next step that I do is I post this over to TikTok. So I'm going to hit the TikTok button. So that's the second icon that comes up because I, I guess I was using my uh, my video, my gallery <laughs> more than I've been using my TikTok, but click on the TikTok. 
I really do hope this um this podcast episode and video is helpful. There's nothing I can't do. You know what I'm saying? I've so once I'm in TikTok, I will go over to my profile, which is on the bottom right. And I see mine. Okay. My platform. And then <clears throat> at the bottom, there is a plus button and directly in the center bottom. So I click on the plus button. And then I go to upload. And since I saved it, it's going to be the first one <clears throat> on the top left. So I'm going to click on that to select it and then hit the next button. And then I'll turn up the volume a little bit so that I can hear exactly what I'm putting there. Um, and for TikTok, I'm going to add sound. So that's the top most button. Um, I have a, I believe I have a TikTok business account. So not all sounds are available for me, but I will, I usually go to, I'll scroll down, scroll down to lo-fi and I'll select one of those that's about a minute in length. So, and this is again, however I'm feeling. So today I'm feeling elevators. <laughs> so you can hear it, you can hear the preview. And then if you wanna select it, you just uh, hit the check mark. And then you need to adjust on the sidebar, which is the right sidebar, hit the volume button, and then you can have the original sound and the added sound. The added sound I usually take down to around like 13% depending how how loud it is. And then I'll probably pump up my original sound, which is just my voice, to maybe around like 174, 175%. And then click done. Now, there are certain things that I've been hearing about this particular platform that helps to prioritize um, them getting into your feed and also being able to categorize. Um, so I go to the top and I hit text okay and then I'll make it pretty or not or whatever I usually like to use purple um and I will write uh tarot reading from the Meraki tarot and then I will I've this is something that I've been doing recently I will also click on this this little man this little bald guy talking hit that button and then you can make it be different speech. Um, you can also apply that voice effect to all the text, um, all the text in the video and even the voice that's speaking, but I normally like to have my own speaking voice in there. So I've been using the Jesse voice just for this text right here. So, and then I hit done and done and I'll place it at the top to make sure that it doesn't get away in the way of my captioning that I already added. 
Um, so if you want to add captions here um, native to the TikTok app, you can, um, but I find it unnecessary because I've already added them and that's a part of the video that I'm uploading. Okay, that looks good. Feels good to me. Hit the next button. And then I will select a cover that I like, usually again, of the card. Um, and then I will also add text at the bottom. And I've been using the pill text and just say, um, let's see what I've been saying lately. Sometimes I'll say the name of the tarot card. Sometimes I'll say, um, I pulled a card for you or I pulled a tarot card for you. Um, today, I want to go with saying the name of the card. So, and just put that in the center and click save. And then for describe your post, all I have to do is press down and hold and hit paste because I have all of that stuff that I did before in the other platform. Um, and then sometimes I'll add on other hashtags that are specific to the platform. Um, like I'll add on accepting new clients, I'll add on intuition, and I'll add on tarot readers of TikTok. Scroll down, make sure that um, my privacy settings are for everybody. Um, I usually allow comments, uh, allow duets, and allow stitches. So, and then I just go ahead and hit post. We have our Leo full moon this Sunday. The and then I'll, you know, the... scroll through whatever's coming up while I wait for that, uh, wait for it to upload. It's not, we got you covered if you want to. Good morning, everybody. So, romanticize an average evening at home with you. Tarot reading from the Meraki Tarot. And now it's posted. Passage made to you from the Meraki Tarot. And then while I'm in the platform, I'll usually take a, a brief look and see like what's what's coming up for me, what my notifications are. But sometimes I will, sometimes I won't. But <clears throat> now's not the time for that. I'll hit the bottom the bottom left with the the three lines again um and then it's suggesting to me the next platform which is twitter so hit the twitter button and you can see a pattern here and it's not normally it doesn't normally take me this long to do but because i am going through it step by step and providing any in extra information um especially some of the stuff that's very rote to me now it becomes like like clockwork. <laughs> so for the Twitter app, I hit the plus button. I hit the photos. I hit the video. I will then make sure that this blue selects the entirety of the video. And then I'll hit done. And in the comment section for Twitter, I will again press and hold and hit paste. And then depending on how much text I've added, I might need to take out some text to be able to um, have it fit in the Twitter posting guidelines. So 
We are one hashtag over, so I'm just going to take that out. I'm going to leave in the tarot, and I'm going to take out the divination hashtag. Like I said, like give <laughs> give the platform what you platform what you think it wants, um, and then I'm going to go ahead and hit tweet. And then you will see a status bar come up on the top to show how much time or how much of it is uploaded. And I'm just gonna let that sit and wait. I'm also seeing a lot of Groundhog Day memes. <laughs> so while I let that upload, you know, even, even when I'm like interstitial or in the middle of doing like, please feel free to ask any questions that you might have. And this is this is probably like the the longest live call in um, I've done, but if it's helpful, especially doing things like step by step with um, a lot of information um, to make you feel more comfortable about it, if you want to do it, then like I will go as long as I need to, <laughs> and I will truncate this episode um, so that it has almost like as much of the vital information that you need. Like my coffee, my coffee is cold because I have been on this for a while, <laughs> but that's okay. I will drink it cold. I don't mind. Um, so what I usually do once it's uploaded uh, to Twitter is I'll go to the little home, the home button down there and just make sure that it posted and it does. Um, and you know, the natural tendency of certain platforms are going to be different. Like some platforms the volume's on. Some platforms, the volume's turned off. Um, for Twitter, the volume is turned off. You can see for the, um, you can see the little icon at the bottom right of the video, but you can hit that little thing and have the volume on. But once it uploads, um, it's usually like volume off, <laughs> which is nice. So again, then I go back down past the icons that are in that app and go back down to my systems icons. Again, go to that, the three lines in the bottom left, remembering that your, the features on your phone may be different because you might not have the same, um, you might not have the same stuff on your phone. All right. And then the next app that they're suggesting is Vero. Um, so I'm going to hit that. Now, Vero is a different social media platform. Not a lot of people have it, but it's Vero. It's called Vero True Social. Um, and I switched over. I didn't entirely switch over to that. I added um, that onto uh, where I post things um, simply because, you know, I don't know how long, how much longer I'm going to be on Instagram or any of the different platforms. Um, but the reason why Vero appealed to me is because I was able to verify myself. So I have a verified check mark on Vero. Like this is me. This is the official page that I have because, you know, some of this imposter scamming spammers impersonators um, has really been crazy. And it's been I think it's been going on for a year and a half, uh, if not more, not just for me, but for other metaphysical creators, tarot readers, and 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 especially sometimes people that don't give readings to the public are being impersonated and then 
those impersonators are like dropping into people's DMs and saying, grand rising, beloved, you know, I sensed you need a reading. And it's just like, um, if you are getting a message from someone that is known to not do readings, then it's just like, then it's a very obvious, like, oh, that person, like, the, clearly this is an imposter. Now for the people that do do readings like me, it can be very frustrating because a valid, a uh, legitimate tarot reader is not usually going to drop in your DMs to solicit readings. And we actually have this problem, not just on my um, my individual page, but we also had this problem with card slingers, card slingers coast to coast. There was, we had an impersonator that was dropping in um, <clears throat> and saying, you know, you know, it's, it's us. And it's just like, and it wasn't us. So if you want to book a reading with, um, hosts of podcasts that do do readings, you're good, probably going to have to book a reading with them individually, separate from the podcast that they're on. Just a, a heads up there. But that's part of the reason why I'm on Vero True Social is because I wanted to be on a platform that actually, I don't know, cared <laughs> enough to uh, uh, give me that verification. And, um, and yeah, so it's a, it may be a burgeoning, uh, uh, social media app. Um, it may go the way of the dodo. I don't know, but I've been enjoying it. So on Vero, on Vero, you would, again, this is, this makes it a little bit easy because a lot of the time when you're adding something, it's in the same place across the platforms. So if you're adding something, it, it's, and it's usually a plus symbol and it's usually at the center bottom. <laughs> so in this case, in Vero, same thing, use the plus symbol, says create a post. So you have the option of creating all, a whole different type of posts. Like you could do gallery, you can do it from your camera, you can add a link, you could do music, movie, TV, book, app, game, or place. So um, sometimes occasionally if I'm watching something, um, I'll, I'll add or listening to something, I'll add music and I'll say what I'm listening to or movie TV. I usually do movie and TV. Um, so recently, like I watched Scott Pilgrim versus the world and I put that on Vero and actually Jamie <laughs> reached out to me and she's just like, wait a minute, you've never seen Scott Pilgrim? Like, is, was this, was this your first time watching it? And I'm just like, it was. <laughs> she's like, oh my God. And I'm just like, I know, I know. There's a lot of people that were just like, oh my God, you've never seen Scott Pilgrim before. It's so, such a you movie. Same thing happened um, with Nightmare Before Christmas. There was a lot of people that were surprised that I had never seen the Nightmare Before Christmas because it's such a me movie, apparently. Um, but I remedied that. I remedied that quite a few years ago. So but anyway, for the purposes of this, we're going to hit gallery and let it load. And then for this, um, it usually will default to camera. So you might have to um, use the dropdown and select something different. So I go to Instagram because I know that's where I uh, filmed the particular snippet that I want to share. Um, and then it's, you select that. Um, in the portion where it says, say something, again, you press down and hold and you paste. And I don't usually edit any of the stuff for Vero. I just leave it as is. I hit the next button and then it has different sharing options on Vero, which I kind of like because it, it's like you can be as, um, you can be as, 
close to the vest or as expansive as you want to be um, on Vero. So um, there's different settings. So there's close friends, there's friends, there's acquaintances, and then there's followers. So I select all of them. Um, I select it out to followers. So that's, I've got 63 people that follow me altogether. Um, and then I just, if you want to make it a private post, you can hit the private button. Um, if you want to share it over on Facebook and Twitter, you can also do that. Um, sometimes I'll do that to save time, but it hasn't really been working that well for me lately. So I just don't. And then go to the top right and hit post and wait. And then it'll give you a little processing video indication, and then it will have a little circle with a percentage in the middle saying how long it's taking to process the video. Um, and it'll usually do that twice. In Vero, it usually does that around twice. Um, and then I'll show you what I do once it processes. Um, okay, wonderful. Amanda has a question. Go ahead and unmute yourself. So I actually had a little smattering of questions written down prior oh, to awesome. you going through everything, you adjust sure. them all, which was oh. fantastic. <laughs> Even little ones like how to add, you know, the captions to your videos. I mean, I could have Googled it, but I was like, well, I'm here. Might as well ask every single question I had from your particular word usage to those like tiny little particular niche things were answered. So thank you for yeah, that. What's the, but I would, I would love to, I, I would love to ask what, um, which one particularly surprised you? Was it something like little? Well, it was just, everything. Yeah. Everything was so thorough because I've, I've posted random reels myself and mm. I'm like, oh, geez, how do I add these? I'll just Google it sometime. Never did. So every <laughs> single step of the process was so clear and so thorough. So I ran out of those questions. So mm -hmm. I, a new question, I guess for you would be, as far as your card of the day process for yourself, has there been any particular ones that you've done that have really hit home for you that you can remember? How often when you are sharing these card of the days, are you like, oh, oh, that was for me? <laughs> um, quite frequently. Uh, many of them are for me. And um, those are the, like, when I have those, I will say it. And I'll be like, listen, this is, this is for me. Like, I think this is for me, but maybe it's for you too. But like, this is really resonating for me. And people love that kind of stuff. Like I've noticed that when I do the card of the day or when I say it in a live stream, especially when I'm doing like the weekend forecast um, and a card comes up and I'm just like, okay, like that's not fair. Like, that's not nice. Like, can you please not call me out in front of everyone, please? Um, but that, <laughs> people love it. People love that because it humanizes us because we are in fact human. We're dealing with the same shit, um, you know? Um, but if you want a specific example, I did say it um, at the top of the episode um, where, and, and, and I ended up not sharing that particular interpretation because it was very, very specific to me um, where it was five years ago when my father was in the hospital, I got a card and it basically was an indication that he wasn't going to make it. And uh, my sister saw it too. And my sister's not a reader. Um, so, and, and it was the judgment card as well. And it was from a really cutesy tarot deck. So, you know, like why that we both thought the same thing, why we both got the same interpretation. Like, I don't know, 
I feel like it was just to prepare us. Um, but that's an example of when I won't share, like I did a more generic interpretation of the judgment card for my social media. And I kept like the personal because it was really, really personal to myself. Yes. Yeah. But, you know, like, I mean, it, it depends on like, like, especially things that I like I'm stalling on and then I'll get a card that's like a bitch slap. And it's just like, okay, like my cards are coming for me and they're saying that I really need to just do the thing. And so it's just like, you need to do the thing. Like whatever it is that's coming to mind when I say do the thing, that's the thing you need to do. I love that. Cool. (laughs) Yes. And also, I mean, I was going to ask particular questions in regards to your word usage, but I really love the word usage that you have on your card of the days because they are so pertinent like you mentioned no matter when they come across your feed so that's something I really appreciated and I wanted you to go more in depth into that but you did so just appreciation thank you oh you're so so welcome and that was actually feedback that I got from someone there because they were very confused because they were just like you know this card came up for me and the interpretation was so right on but then I saw that it was from two weeks ago And I was just like, and I didn't know whether or not that card was for me because it was so pertinent for me in the moment that I saw it. And I'm just like, oh, okay. So I'm like kind of shooting myself in the foot if I'm labeling this as this is the card of the day for this day, because the Mm -hmm. algorithms don't work that way on certain platforms. Make sense? Oh, yes. Thank you so much, Hillary. You're so, so welcome. And feel free to, you know, if you have any more questions, feel free to say so and come back on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, you, like I said, absolutely thorough, even for a portion of it, it was visual for me. And it was like, oh, nice. I can see exactly what you're doing. And then I had to get around and start doing other things while just carrying you in my ear. And mm-hmm. I was able to visualize and see every single, every single step. So I'm pretty sure someone could listen to the podcast, have their phone out without a visual reference to what you're doing and yep. be able to follow through those steps. It was so great. Thank you. Oh, thank you. And we, I might make this into a, a visual podcast episode too, because if it's helpful and you need the visuals, like why not? Because I'm recording. Both, oh yeah. So <laughs> thank you. All right. So we do have Vero um, uploaded it. So um, the one step that I do extra on um, the Vero platform is I go to the three dots that are on the far right, and I'll go ahead and show it. Um, so these three dots over here, and I will select that, and it gives you a menu such as this. So you'll see, you know, five of wands, your keywords, da da da, shared by the person you, your name should come up there. And so it gives you a couple of different options. It's share a link to this post, feature in my profile, edit the post, save uh, or delete. And so what I like to do for my card of the day is feature in my profile that way. So you just hit that and there's a little star that comes up and then it gives you a little check mark that comes up and says featured. So that when you go to your main um, page in Vero, you can see, um, you know, the name, the check mark as well, a verified check mark, uh, the username, which is also at tarot by Hillary, 
I try to have that handle across my platforms. Um, my little blurb that says the Hillary and tarot by Hillary often imitated, never duplicated, which, you know, indicates the reason why I created my Vero uh, account in the first place, because it came out of a frustration for all of these imposter accounts, you know, um, copying me and then dropping into people's DMs and trying to scam them out of money. Um, and also I'm going to give a quick tip for that. It's just like, if people are doing that and dropping into your DMs and you're not sure, don't give them money if you're not sure that it is the person that is that they say they are. And if you know that, um, if you know the person's other account, like, different readers will handle the situation differently. If it's me, I want to know because sometimes what happens is the impersonator account will immediately block the person that they're impersonating. So we won't be able to see it. So we don't know that there's a problem. So I like to know, I like people to reach out to me and tell me if that's happening. It's just like, hey, is this you? And most of the time, like 99.999% of the time, it's not me. So I, I mean, like you can inter you can drop into my DMs. You can ask me questions in DMs. Like I'm not gonna be upset about it, unless of course you're like a, a like a creepy man that's just like, hey, beautiful, how are you? I'm just like, ew. <laughs> and you know those filter those uh, messages you usually do get filtered out. So, um, but yeah. So once you're on to your main thing on Vero. Um, you can sh you can see immediately the featured uh, posts. And so I usually feature my card of the day um, in the featured. So most of my most of my posts on Vero are featured. Um, but if you go to the featured tab, you can see, you know, most mostly they're the uh, the card of the day posts. All right, so that's Vero. Now we go again down to the, uh, three lines at the bottom left. And then the next app that's suggested, and this is the final app. <laughs> it's not the final step, but it's the final app, um, is YouTube. So you would hit that. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. So I'm gonna say this. So Amanda says, thank you again. So informative and helpful. It gives a new appreciation for the amount of time and care behind the scenes that go into a 60 second video that we get for free. Excellent point, Amanda. Yeah. Um, you know, that, that sense of, oh, can you just pull a card for me? It's just like, no, no, I can't. And this is the reason why. <laughs> and it's just like, this is, this is something that I already offer for free that maybe I won't always offer for free. So like get in there while the getting's good, right? Um, like there there needs to be more of an appreciation for the, the free content that people are churning out on the daily or on the weekly or on the monthly. Um, and I really appreciate you saying that. Um, so final, not the final step, but the final platform that we're gonna post this to is YouTube. So again, um, a lot of these apps really help you out by putting their uh, buttons in the similar similar or exactly the same place. Um, YouTube, um, the YouTube app on my phone is no exception. And if you are looking at it vertically, um, 
you're going to see that plus symbol again center bottom you just click on the plus symbol and you're going to use the first one which is create a short and this is the reason again i said it before this is the reason why i film thing i film, I film the card of the day 60 seconds or less because if it's more than that it won't post to youtube shorts so you're going to use the first option create a short and then at the top, you're going to see a 15S. That means 15 seconds. You're going to click on that to get 60 seconds. And then you don't need to record. You don't need to use the, the big red button. You would go down to the bottom left corner in order to add a clip. And then you're going to take that clip that you filmed. And this clip in particular is 53.2 seconds. Um, and you can drag to adjust the video as well. So you can make it shorter if you want to. I usually just leave it exactly as is intact. Click the done button. And then you'll get, you're going to get a little processing circle. All right. So then it gives you a red line up to the amount that you've recorded. So it doesn't, it's, it's not a full red line. There's a little bit left, but that's because it's 53.2 seconds. You can do six, up to 60 seconds. Um, and I just leave it exactly as is. And I hit the check mark um, button that's on the lower right. And then we wait. And then you get this option, you see the video full screen, and then you get this option to add sound, text, timeline, or filters. I don't know about any of that stuff, so I don't bother with it. I just hit the next button. Then you get to a page that says add details. There is a way to be able to edit the thumbnail. Um, if you click on the little like pencil icon, um, I'll just go ahead and show it and says caption your short. Um, it's to the left of the caption your short, this little pencil icon right here. Click on that and then you can scroll through and select whatever thumbnail image you want. I'll usually um, go to a thumbnail image that shows the card alone and click done. And that'll change your view to that. And then when, when you say caption your short, I'll just press and hold and paste. And I'll usually just keep for YouTube shorts, I'll usually just keep the um, the hashtags because there's no room for anything else. Because um, it'll say title too long, which it is. And I will just erase until I get to um, 100 characters or less than a less than 100 characters. So I'm leaving the five of wands there. Um, and then all you do is upload short. Click upload short, let it work. You can go to see the video if you want, just to check that it worked. And then I have an additional two steps um, that are, I mean, all of this is optional. And again, you might not be on as many platforms as I am, and that's totally okay. But like, if you're on this platform, you can do it this way. If you're on this platform, you can do it this way. So I'm providing you as much information as possible as is applicable to how I do it so that you can take what you need and leave the rest. All right, so it looks like this uploaded.
um, you can go down to um, uh, the library icon in the bottom right. And you'll see um, a couple of like history videos. And then down from there, you can see your videos upload complete. You click on that to see exactly all of your videos. And so right there, I've got the five of wands, no views uploaded 40 seconds ago. Well, I, I'm not surprised by that um, <laughs> because I literally just uploaded it 40 seconds ago. Um, and then sometimes I'll look at the stats for, for this page. Like I'll see what's working, what's not working. And it's really interesting to see the, um, the card of the day interpretations or the, that, that is this message for you interpretations, um, how the, how many views they get on different platforms, because it's never going to be the same on each and every platform. It's fascinating. So one of the ones that got like over a thousand views for me on YouTube, on YouTube shorts, um, only got like maybe 10 views on another platform. So it's just like, you never, you just never know. And so, but it's all information. It's all interesting to me. Like I'm kind of like a, a nerd for that sort of thing. Um, and you know, if you are great, if you're not, but that's fine too. So like, for example, my, my interpretation of, I think it was the page of wands that that got 108 views um, on YouTube shorts, but I think it only got like, or maybe I get, it got like 230 on TikTok, for example. So it's, it's, it's interesting. It's interesting. All right. So now that you've uploaded it, so you've uploaded it to all the different places, here's an additional two steps that I do. Um, so first of all, I go down to the three lines, um, and I see all of this stuff open on my phone and I just go down to the three lines and hit close all <laughs> because I'm done. I've done the things that I needed to do on my phone. Now, there are things that I do that are not on my phone. And again, this is maybe an additional step for you. Um, I can't really show it because I am on my computer. That is what I'm using to record too. Um, but I will talk you through this additional step if you're so inclined. So what I do is I will pull up uh, Instagram on um, through my like web browser and go to my feed, click on what we uploaded um, 39 minutes ago <laughs> and copy and paste, copy the, uh, the interpretation, the written interpretation, which is five of wands, keywords are aggressive, assertive, and brainstorming. Someone isn't pulling their own weight in a project and you may need to confront them. Use the will of the whole to give you motivation. Again, that is the example. <laughs> that is the, the true, is this message for you? Um, is this message coming up in your feed? If so, it may be for you, et cetera, et cetera, whenever it comes up for you. Um, so I'm taking that and I am using the fact that we have something that's shareable now and I'm going into YouTube and I'm going into my YouTube shorts. Again, this may vary for you. If you don't have a YouTube channel, that's fine. But if you do, you can then take your YouTube short, right? Go in there, wait for it to load. 
<laughs> Usually, um, the very first thing I see is recently uploaded, so it's pretty easy to find what I've just done. Um, it's again the top, the top left. Um, so there it is, five of five of wands. I click on it, and I click share. So this step is optional. So what I do when I hit the share button for that, there's a bunch of different options that come up for you. The, uh, the two options that I do for my card of the day or for the energy of the day is I'll hit, I'll hit on the LinkedIn and the Pinterest because I have a LinkedIn um, and I have a Pinterest page. So for the LinkedIn, I will select share in a post and I will just paste the written interpretation here and hit post, post successful, okay? And then for Pinterest, for Pinterest, it just comes up with top choices and the top choice is usually my tarot board and that's where I'll place some of these card of the days. Now this is pretty recent, I've been doing this pretty, pretty recently. Um, so I'm not going to have everything over the past, I don't know, 15 years <laughs> of um, doing card of the day, but I'm going to have quite a few. So, but again, this is more recent development on how I've been doing um, my tarot card of the day. So um, I've been finding that is what works for me. And um, I've been finding not only that it works for me, but also that people have been really enjoying them um, much more than they have in the past. I mean, I have been doing this for a really long time. It's very interesting for me to see, um, you know, what comes up in different social media platforms, memories feature, and, you know, the things that I was experiencing five years ago or 10 years ago um, are not the same things that I'm experiencing now. I may remember them or I may not. So, but it's all interesting and it's all information for me. So that's it. That's the step-by-step -step on how I do um, my card of the day. Or is this message coming up in your feed? If so, it might be for you. Um, and yes, this is a longer podcast episode than what I normally produce, but there, there are clearly people here that wanted those kind of step-by-step -step instructions, get down to the nitty gritty. And just because this podcast episode is really long in nature does not mean that the process is this long in nature. Um, it's not usually this long. It's just because I'm providing explanations um, for each and every step. So um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I really enjoyed producing it. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode. And again, I want to encourage you to keep listening. And if you want to know when I'm going to be doing the live call-in show next, a uh, quick way to remember is every first Thursday of the month. Um, and you can also just go to my website, tarotbyhillary.com forward slash podcasts. Um, and sign up for a reminder. It's it's completely free to do so. Um, and that way, if you use that dropdown um, through my scheduler, you can um, get the reminder and add it to your calendar um, so that you don't have to just, you know, 
<laughs> keep it in the back of your mind. You'll actually know, have it added to your calendar so that you can attend. So the next time I will be doing this call-in show um, is, oh my goodness, I think it's the second again. So um, March 2nd. So Thursday, March 2nd is the next time you can do the call-in show. Um, all, or you can always leave a voice message um, using that feature um, in my podcast platform. I think it's just um, forward slash voice message, I believe. Um, but information about that will be provided in the show notes too. So never fear. Uh, so once again, I am Hillary, professional tarot reader, demystifying the mystical and putting you in touch with the most beautiful gifts, your own intuition. Because yes, my friends, don't argue with me. You have intuition. Uh, I also want to remind you, I do live stream every Friday night, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, both on YouTube and on Facebook. And replays are available on all of the episodes that I've done from the past. Uh, I've been doing the live stream for about three and a half years now. So there's ton of episodes on different topics. And I would really encourage you to just go to my YouTube channel, um, youtube.com forward slash at tarot by Hillary or forward slash Hillary tarot and search, use the search feature. I think it's on the top right um use the little find the little search icon and you can write in whatever topic you're interested in and i may have an episode that covers that particular topic so it's a great feature of doing the live stream is having those replays though it is always more fun to tune in live and ask your questions live so that i can give you a response right away so thank you all so much for watching so much for listening Thank you for listening to the Tarot by Hillary podcast. Please leave a kind review wherever you subscribe to your podcasts and let me know what topics I can cover in the next episode.